0: to Our Morning Take, a podcast where we try to show you the movie that's going on in our head. And my name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. And we're here to share that movie with you this particular week about Abram and uh, Sarah. I'm going to just say Sarah. You say Sarai, I say Sarah. You say potato, I say potato, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) But right now we're talking about uh, Hagar.
1: Yeah, we're talking about a real indecent proposal.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, If you haven't heard yesterday's podcast, uh, stop right now, go back and listen to at least the last two or three minutes of the podcast so you kind of know where we're going. But uh, we introduced Hagar into the uh, mix. We're in uh, Genesis chapter 16, where Sarah basically is saying, uh, I cannot have any kids. The Lord has prevented me not only did I not have any kids, but she's literally going to blame God for it. Like God's the one that's prevented her. And uh, because you know, it was a curse if you didn't have kids. Yes. And I don't think Sarah wanted to feel like that. Did she? You know what? I'm. You know, now
1: that I'm sitting here thinking about it, if she wanted to have kids, why didn't she pray about it? Or did Do you she not just think
0: that they had been though since ever since uh, 10 years earlier, when he says, I'm going to make your descendants like the stars in the sky. You know Abraham went home and shared that with Sarah. Oh, and you know she got really excited. She's like, well, you know, I am 70 years old, but I'm still, you know, maybe, you know, hmm, maybe. And nothing. Ten years goes by and nothing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, well, we got this uh, maid, Hagar, and uh, maybe I can obtain children through her. And as Abraham Lawrence Uh, so eloquently said at the end of the podcast, you got no argument out of Abraham.
1: Yeah, because there's nothing where he's just like, are you sure you want want me to do this? Maybe we should just wait. So that tells me two things, that Hagar wasn't too bad on the eyes, Mm -hmm. and Abram was down for whatever.
0: That's exactly right but no matter how we look at it no matter what kind of spin we try yes, to put on it yes absolutely it was wrong oh absolutely 100% and Abram should have known it was wrong and uh did you just you just said a minute ago that she she should have prayed about it right yeah, absolutely what about Abram praying about oh 100% it? when she says okay do this uh Hagar thing why does Abram go wait a minute let me talk to the lord cuz you know what god literally talked to him back then
1: right? yeah and also when they got in trouble What did it first thing Abraham do did when they um, rescued everybody? He went back to the altar and he prayed.
0: Yeah. So he's building all these altars. This is the time to go seek advice from the Lord. Amen. But, but it sounds like a really good idea. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to really enjoy this. Yes. So why are we going to pray about it?
1: It's a win win. I'm telling you. In his
0: eyes. Well, you know what? We feel the same way though. And it's, it's 2023. I've been kind of uh, comparing this to church hopping, and it's the same thing.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: It looks so much better over there. Their music's better, preacher's better. Listen, I've got all these duties I've got to do at my church. If I go over there, I won't have anything to do. I can just enjoy the service.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I personally have, well, we both have personally experienced this situation where we just look at what we think are the benefits of going to another church or adding pieces Mm -hmm. because in your, in your flesh, you're like, man, we will have the best worship band around. Yeah, We
0: can't wait for God to bring a guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, if we do this, we will have the best band around. Yeah. And three years later, you have nobody.
0: You don't even have a band. (laughs) You have no one. (laughs) That's true. All right. So anyway, so, uh, Where are we at? Verse four. Yeah. So he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived. Now, who is she? This has got to be Sarah, right? When Sarah saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her sight. Yes. Well, and,
1: you know, to me, when I'm reading this, it really shows me how much Sarah really wanted to have kids for Abraham.
0: But aren't but aren't you reading that she's upset that she can conceive so easily? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, obviously. But, you know, she just thought it was a good idea to give Abraham a kid, but she really wanted to be the one to do it. Sarah really wanted to be the one. I just think, you know, like she said in the beginning, I can't do it, so I'll have her do it. But now that it's actually happened, she's upset.
0: Oh, yeah, and I actually read this wrong, too. Yeah, and I yeah. actually knew this, too, yeah. but... But what, well, what we're saying is that Hagar is the one that develops the attitude. She can have a baby. Sarah can't. And now she despises Yeah,
1: now she's Sarah. just like turning her nose up to Sarah.
0: What else do you—you you know, this says something else to Sarah, too. You know, I don't want to get too deep in the woods here. But if Abram could go into Hagar and, and have relations with her and she get pregnant, and we're assuming— didn't take too many, right? Right. We can make that assumption. Oh yes. Is this not just a huge slap to Sarah? Because they've been oh, having relationships. Yeah, for yeah. Exactly. You know, 50 years, exactly. And she has not had any kids. So, you know, maybe she was probably always thinking, Maybe it's Abram. Maybe she can have kids hmm. and maybe it's Abram. He can't have kids. And the moment he goes into Hagar, boom. boom. Pregnant. So, wow. I mean, I'm not a woman, so it's kind of hard for me to feel like a woman. But in some ways, my heart really goes out to Sarah. Oh,
1: you read the story, and you're just like, you know.
0: Because you say, man, I know how I would feel right now, knowing that I can't give kids. And my husband, he has no problem at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but listen to what she says in verse 5.
0: So knowing that uh, Hagar was feeling towards her like she was, Sarah says to Abram, May the wrong done me be upon you. I gave my maid into your arm, but when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her sight. May the Lord judge between you and me.
1: So put yourself in Abraham's shoes after that statement. He's like, what just happened? What just happened?
0: Well, that win-win that he said he had earlier turned into a lose-lose. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And you know, you can't even say
1: you told me to do it. You can't even say that. You know, that's not even an argument. You need to fix this.
0: Yeah. Because it's one thing for her to give a child, but this is supposed to be my child. Yep. Yep. And and Hagar's having none of it. No, this is my child. This is my child that I had with your husband.
1: Yes. And I'm just, you know, obviously the situation is totally different, but it just reminds me of situations in relationships where you're told to do certain things and then it backfires and then you take the heat for it. Like, what?
0: Okay, so now we know that Abram and Sarah were married. Yeah. But if he consummates a relationship with Hagar, are they married or not?
1: Technically, because that's how things were back then. So technically, because she is... She's giving Hagar to him, so technically, I mean I'm thinking yes. I wanna say yes. Technically.
0: Maybe we'll read a little something more yeah. about that later. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this and when we jump to Jacob. Jacob was married to Leah. And then he was married to Rachel. But Bilpa and Zilpa, he wasn't married to either one of them. Both of them just gave them their handmaiden. So does Jacob just have two wives? Two wives. <laughs> two wives. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting all tongue-tied just thinking about it. <laughs> does he just have two wives and two handmaidens, or does he have four wives?
1: I mean, technically it should be four wives, but it just depends on the context and what the law is. Because and I know um, I worked <laughs> Did with Did you say a, the lawyers? The law, like the law. Because I know the this one guy— involved? When I lived in New York, there was this guy from Africa. Whatever part of Africa— Well, you can still marry as many women as you want. He was from there. Because this guy had like five wives, and he's in America, and they're over there. And he would just tell me these stories he's like yeah you just have kids and you just live you know you go here to this night you go there this next week and you, I'm like but are That's they married yeah or are they, they just... are married okay. like they have
0: ceremonies and everything okay well does he do anything special for her? how could he I mean I don't mean know like anniversaries or something dude? I don't know well they can't be on the same day <laughs> well with five of them I don't know we'll pick
1: this up tomorrow